It's January 20th, 2020, and this is Diz Podopolis, where we talk about Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and everything in between. A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep in dreams you will lose your heartaches whatever you wish for you keep have faith in your dreams and someday your rainbow will come shining Welcome you back to another episode of Diz Podopolis, and this is episode 28. That's right. I That's divisible by 14. Yay. <laughs> Which is almost, you know, we try to do 12 a year, and we're not. It's about 10 a year, so we're doing awesome. <laughs> it's not bad, I don't think. I don't think so. I think we're doing pretty good. What do you think, Fiona? Uh... Uh, as worldly uh, as I always, I always stable my speech within Miss Miss Pope's re- recording of of my future tasks. <laughs> oh, tasks. 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 Yeah. Tasks. Yeah. Oh, so she was speaking with her former speech pathologist this week, and um, they were talking about the different projects she's doing um, outside of school. Anyway, totally off the track and nothing to have to do with Disney or Dispodopolis. Fiona, you want to say hi to everybody out there? But, but hey, why was Sully in the bathroom? I don't know. Why was Sully in the bathroom? He was looking for boo. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Bad, bad joke. <laughs> Dad joke in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I given I given away your um li- live stream <laughs> jokes. Oh jeez! All right, Ryan, why don't you say hi to everyone out there? Hi, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for listening. Hello to my mom and Aunt Dolores, and um, it's exciting to be here for another show. Yeah, we're rounding out the year, which is pretty darn exciting. And boy, howdy, does that, those three weeks between Thanksgiving and December, they just haul. Just unbelievably don't stop. Yeah. It is crazy. I'm just always godsmacked how much we get done in those three weeks. It's amazing. And especially uh, because I have three kids in school and then Ryan, you're on the education side of things. And so you got like the other end that the parents don't get. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's good times. Between Thanksgiving and Christmas is always insane for everybody. It uh, is. Teachers, students, parents. It's <laughs> it's an insane time of the year. Yeah, I pretty much this whole like three weeks. I'm like, when can I leave? When can I leave? And I guess when I when I when I said Sully, I'm trying to keep this episode if it's a blue themed one. Oh yes. Oh yeah. It's a blue themed. Yes. Yeah, so you're kind of like hinting at we're ta- what we're discussing today. Maybe far further in, in the task. <laughs> the task. <laughs> yeah. 
You betcha. Oh, and I'm Colleen. So hi to all our listeners out there. Thanks for joining us again and hanging uh, with us for another episode. Uh, We really appreciate you guys listening. And so we've kind of got, I'd say kind of a lazy question this week, but sometimes that's just the way it goes, but still a fun question, at least for me, because I'm pretty excited about my answer. So Fiona, you want to introduce the question for us tonight? If you can have a a, a little item from the Disney Storm Horror Parks inclu- Inclusive for my mom, what will it be? Yeah, I wanted the parks included. All right, who's going first, Fiona? How about you, Mom? Oh, me? It's because I'm so excited. Okay, so if I could have anything in the park, I know this is so strange, but... um. And I've actually spent a lot of time in this store looking at them. I'd head straight to the German pavilion, right to the mm-hmm. wall where all the stife plushes are. Like, don't guess. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like a German cake. No. <laughs> and oh, I would have. Oh, I really, really, really love the commemorative Mickey and Minnie's they had that were the old style. They're just so adorable. I I get myself one of those. Well, yeah, I I would think that since every of these Christmas designs are categorizing around around the Fab Five and even for doing the DIYs membership. DIYs membership. It, yeah. Oh, because I love the Legos, the Disney Legos. Well, it was stuff like reef making and gingerbread plushes on on YouTube. Oh, interesting. So there, and I all oh, I have gone and looked at those cute little plushes over and over again and petted them. Oh, she <laughs> them up for me. I just cannot justify the price of those at all. Okay, can I see them? Oh, you want to see them? Okay. So now I'm getting to my phone, putting in Disney, and I'm putting in Dive, and let's see. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah. Oh, the Dumbo one is adorable. Have you seen these? Ryan? No. Uh-uh. Oh my goodness, you have got to go look at. Oh my goodness, they've got Simba and Nala. And Nala. Oh, they're just adorable. Oh, and Bambi. Oh. oh. Ship it. It is just precious. I don't know. I go crazy for Dumbo and Bambi. I just do. And the little butterfly on the tail. Mm-mm-mm. Now, where are you finding it at? So I've just typed in Google Disney Stife. They have them um, all. Oh, they have oh. the Lion King gift set at Neiman Marcus. <laughs> they have Sorcerer Mickey. They have Sorcerer Mickey. Oh, they have. Oh, yeah. They did the Pooh Bear and Tigger. Oh, my gosh. So adorable. And the Lion King um, plush gift set that they had. Look like they had it at Neiman Marcus. Those are look more like the live action animals the movie that just came out i think that we're going for that yeah oh definitely so the set at neiman marcus it looks like it ran for about 450 dollars and the dumbo that i love is a uh, 495 dollars oh my goodness you can get a duffy and shelly may one too that's hilarious yeah, let's see. That's the one. I'll, I'll put it up on our website. Are you sure you want that? Oh, come on. You've got to love it. it I'm is... sorry. It feels like I almost thought some people would comment that it would look creepy. Well, yeah. So it's the traditional Mickey Mouse. The first one that came out, I think, back in the 1930s. 
Yeah, they call it the Mickey Mouse 1932. It's a that's a neat looking one. It's got he's got like uh, very puffy shorts. <laughs> he does have puffy shorts <laughs> and very distinguished two fingers down and two out to the side. <laughs> but was it? Yeah, but Mickey looked a little different back then. Yeah, he did. Oh yeah. So um, in 1930, a woman named Charlotte Clark Charlotte was. Clark. Commission, Clark, yeah, commissioned to create the first stuffed Mickey Mouse doll, and much to Disney's delight, it became an instant must-have for children across the U.S. It was just the beginning for Mickey, who would go on to star in countless animated features and movies, as well as Disney's international line of theme parks and video games and toys. And that's um, from Time Magazine, all-time 100, 100 greatest toys. Oh, uh, so I, I guess trying to ignore the face, it was meant to give you friendship yeah and so this was actually uh i think it looks like it was ranked number six number six of 100 greatest toys so that's saying something all right who's next ryan ryan's next what do you want ryan well <laughs> if you can just get anything i've always liked i've always liked the um Arebus brothers um the cinderella castle have you ever seen that oh in downtown yeah. disney Yes. Yeah. When, you know when you said <laughs> I'm going back. When you said this Cinder- is- I'm sorry. I this is a crude moment here. When you said Cinderella Castle, I thought the Saturday Night Live skit of baking oh, the cake. <laughs> no, sorry. Oh. Did you see that with Eddie Murphy? No. Oh, that was so that? wrong. Just so wrong. It was funny, but so wrong. It was a Disney-themed cake, and it just went wrong. Okay, Ryan, keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I, I would get that, um, but it's, it does cost a little bit. Oh, yes. How much is that? Do you have any idea? Um, yeah, uh, uh, $37,500. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, go big or go home, right? Oh, yeah. holy mackerel. That's that's yeah. fine. That's beautiful. You went, you, man, you went bigger than me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, I'm going for that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, for sure. Now, you said it, it was. it's in downtown Disney or is it in Disneyland? Oh, sorry. Disney um, Springs. Oh, Disney yeah, Springs. Disney Springs. Okay. Dis- yeah, Disney Springs. But yeah, I, I still call it downtown Disney, unfortunately. Every now and then. But yes. <laughs> Um, and their shop there, they have one of them. That's awesome. Because mm-hmm. I've it's, seen it's in one, glass. but yeah. I don't, I don't know if I've seen that one. Because I've seen yeah, one. This one's twenty inches high. Okay, I've probably just seen under two some, feet no, tall. something really similar. All right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think that would look beautiful on your table, on your coffee yeah. table. Yeah, it would. <laughs> Gorgeous. It's in the background for our podcasts. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you, we can look at it together. Nobody else can see it because you can just hear us. But yes, you know. and we'll just go ding. It's still there. <laughs> yep, it's there. Nice and shiny and sparkly. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're just trying oh, to. Oh yeah. One all up. that from Tinkerbell to to all the way to to memories from all golden books. Yeah, you're just trying to one up yeah. my Lego Cinderella. <laughs> no, not trying to one up it. It's just <laughs> I love your Lego. I don't know. I don't know. Would this? Would this? It would in price, but I don't know if it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 
I will never own it, so I'm not one upping anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, never you never know what could happen in life. That's for sure. Yeah. If I won it in some sort of contest, that would be it. Uh-huh. Well, that's why. And I'm even thinking. then, you still have to pay the taxes on it. So. Wah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> wah. Yeah, that would be. be oh. That'd be a chunk of change. <laughs> it would be. All right, Fiona, you ready? Okay, so I think my, my two items, ca- ca- I, I know if you're struggling on two. Okay. But I think my two items both relate to the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, okay, cool. Didn't you have a Disney Store checklist that I saw? A Disney Store checklist? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. SpaghettiOs. I, I saw something like that. Okay, hold on. Let me open up on the Disney Store app. Maybe. So, okay. Is it my stores? Okay, there's my Disney Shop Disney app, and I'm opening it up. Do, 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 do. All right. So, what is it called? Oh, no? Like... Okay. Oops, sorry. Go to the shop. I thought there was something you checked. You had a wish list of... I thought I saw something that it was like a list of items you checked. Oh, in my... In my um bag okay what was one of the items we'll look it up real quick never mind it of me looking at looking at it right now okay okay what i was wondering was around the new set of disney ornaments they came out (gasps) oh okay i think i know where you're going with this that one yes and i misspelled it (laughs) (laughs) sadness yeah. Okay, so I think this is this really adorable <laughs> Jiminy Cricket light up or ornament. Oh yeah, the Jiminy Cricket light up sketchbook ornament. Uh, makes yeah. no difference who you are. You'll love our light up Jiminy Cricket sketchbook ornament. This happy go lucky fellow. I'm a happy go lucky fellow. We'll keep an LED candle burning brightly throughout the holiday season. Oh, very cute. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't help it. It's, it's like a look from, uh, it's like a Frosty the Snowman look. Very nice. All right. Okay, and and for my for my second item, I saw the on on the app, um, uh, the magazine. There was a Mickey Mouse Club uh, jacket. Oh yeah, that's special. That's not it. No, it looked like a school one. <laughs> It brought up a, I typed in Mickey Mouse uh, club jacket and it brought up like the 1980s Mickey Mouse club sweatshirt. Oh, cool. Okay. We, we kind of lost it right there. We did. So I'm going to go on Google Mickey Mouse club jacket. Which one? Okay. No. It was something like that one. This one? It's, it's oh, pro- it's very a, nice. It's a prototype since, okay, I thought that there'll be a deal membership of, mm-hmm. Of what the show off, what he, what he originally looked looked like, and since we already started the Mickey Mouse Club on D- Disney Plus. Oh yeah, we started watching the 1955 one. And I just thought it was just be be like, uh, what are we watching? Uh, what kind of teen sitcom is this? Oh yeah. So have you watched any of the new Mickey Mouse Club 1955, Ryan? No, I haven't. On, the, okay. on Disney Plus? No, I have not. Yeah. Just... So we watched the first episode, and um, 
I mean, it's the first episode, so they're kind of explaining what it is because they have to, because there's never been anything like this on television before. There's no expectations. The kids have, what's a TV show for kids? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> hey, say that. What's a kid's show for Forky? So, you know, it's a variety show, and so the kids are doing these fun little songs and skits, and then they're going around and explaining, on Mondays we'll have this, and on Tuesdays we'll have this. And yeah, Say that in a Pee Wee Herman voice. On, was it? Uh, on Mondays we'll have this, and on Tuesdays <laughs> we'll have this. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so maybe you should you should go watch it someday. But they did have the best stereotype. It was kind of cute because they go on a plane and they explain all the jobs, right? Oh yeah, and right. It felt like on those scenes they're 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 trying to they they kind of feel like they're there's some like spies like 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 checking off lists knowing knowing of of what dealmanships ships they have. Yeah, so it was really funny. Like so agents or something. The like agents. That. Oh well, okay. Yeah, they were trying to teach kids about the jobs on the plane, and they were kind of recruiting kids, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they had this little girl, and she's gonna be a stewardess when she grows up. <laughs> That's and Tommy. Hysterical. And Tommy can be the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Some sort of I awesome. I suddenly just want to go for that. Whatever, how much, how much time I would have, maybe just like my controversy with watch, watching watching the Muppets. No, okay. <laughs> like going, like watching all those all those le- leader leader shows. Yeah, yeah. It's much much different. It was a different time. Even the Muppets, like uh, the show that was on television when we were young, Ryan. Yeah. That's it's a oh, much yeah. different pace than television shows nowadays, for sure. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So this is the Mickey Mouse Mouseketeer Letterman jacket for adults that they had at Shop Disney. It looks like it's out of stock or it's sold out, and they had it for sixty dollars. So that's not real leather, but girls and boys. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cute, and it had um, like on the back the traditional. Mickey Mouse logo, and on the front they had MM and a little 55 on there, so it was cute. But I just want to say, call it, um, speaking of my Jimmy Orbit ornament, <laughs> when I when I said like like Disney ornament, I was just maybe specifying like whatever could be my category. But yeah, it was sent by a a friend named Michael who was performance from the Lion King play, and he thought I would I would deal with it. With with a if the ornament is meant to be a memory from me. Okay, so what Fiona's talking about is at school they have this little lunchtime group called Friends Having Fun or Fun with Friends. Yeah, it's it's along those lines. Yeah, something like that. Pick pick which one word you want first. Same <laughs> meaning. <laughs> so uh, they had the little group and they did uh, it, an exchange for Christmas time, and Fiona put down that she likes Disney ornaments. And so, I don't know, there's about five or six kids that were in her theater group uh, over last spring that go to her school that are now in this lunch group. And uh, I guess I would later knew when they think of Disney, they probably, all they had category in mind was Lion King. Yeah, and so the, the theme of the theater production was Lion King, and so the kid got uh, Fiona a Simba ornament to kind of 
symbolized their play together, which I thought was really cute. I try to stay happy. Yeah, but that's not Fiona's favorite character, so Fiona's a little tiny bit upset, but that's okay, right? But, I mean, when they got Ralph, that was for the memory of seeing the movie. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. So that, yeah, so it was a real cute little Simba ornament. That was good. Sure. I, I think I, I, I left all that up for, for a checklist. Mm-hmm. So are you good with your shopping spree, Fiona? <laughs> So Fiona's the most reasonable of all of us. <laughs> That's what we've learned from this. <laughs> all right. So um, you want to introduce what we're going to be talking about tonight? Okay. Besides with, within our blue, blue theme, today we're going to talk about a very positive talk mm-hmm. with Frozen 2. Yes. Yes. A very positive talk. And... Lots and lots of spoilers, girls and boys. So please go and see the movie before you listen to this podcast. Yes. <laughs> we don't know how to have a podcast without spoilers. We're not very good at that. So enjoy. And now it's time to head way out west for a little patch of heaven. up with the end of the sky it's left in nebraska and over a crest on a little patch of heaven way out west everything's green for a true loving film this time we 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 treat this now now partridge with with our adultery of people that that have been gained sickness over Marn cult culture with with the studio, but but now we bring our thoughts out to know. No, it turns out that everything in this movie had to be clever of what we thought of. All right, so tonight on this Podopolis, um, Fiona is um. Starting some of her thoughts about Frozen 2. Okay, now now you're gonna have to walk us through some of what you just said because I'm so so rock through here. When Frozen came out, your child always question about look looking at merchant and merchandise. Our our own own questions, but for longing. When this second film then goes, when people all hear about adults' thoughts on every merching of of this movie, they are throwing some humor in the second one to to deal back with it. Oh, okay. So what you're talking about is um, the intense pop culture that formed with Frozen 1 and how Frozen 2 kind of made fun of itself a little bit. Well... yeah, uh, okay. everyone, everyone ha- has been s- s- storaging our, our well, fin- Finkelism this season. Finkelism? Or or whatever that, that Ficky Warren go, goes. 
we we know the symbol T, but 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 way range to our sequels. <laughs> I think for all moments I must be hypnotizing you, so so you can probably not pa like pass me on with the new Disney stuff, <laughs> or I just I just wanna I need to be good at this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, you had some problems with this movie coming out because you. Well, you didn't want it to be really good. Well, so I just attention. had a bit of a a, rec a ruckus with my family members, as I guess it was all a, a needed film. It was so, a film that was definitely going to come out. Well, right? need need some need some funnies for the for the franchise. Mm hmm. Did did you like Frozen two? Yeah. Uh, well, I I guess of course to myself. I I think all. Like all all those new songs in mine and all those relationships kind of step fo forward okay. upward with within the weirdness. Okay, why would you say it was weirdness? Because some social media account accounts can mix this this movie with with like other other merching around movie for for being a top merch around. Around stores, merchandise. Uh huh. So it, I, I guess for this movie, it kind of paid around the almost slow down all all that weirdness. But for education, it, it all brings all the funny thoughts okay. on how silly we've been with with these movies. Okay, so you you think adults sometimes are really silly with these movies? Felt felt silly around by hating these movies. Oh, okay. So they they kind of mock them. Yeah. Is that the word you're little. looking for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this movie was definitely not for um adults. This death movie was definitely for for the kids. How about we we because this is there's a lot going on in this movie for sure. You've got about two two different storylines at least going on with this movie. All right. So I think you were talking about some of the, like, there's been a flood of merchandise into the stores uh, before this movie even came out. And uh, in the Frozen 1, there really wasn't enough merchandise in the stores before the movie came out. And uh, there was kind of a, a run on figuring out what to do by Disney to get the merchandise out there. So uh, yeah, like Target... The, you know, I think the Targets were starting these these Disney sections of their stores. And our Disney section of the store, it was all frozen. And I'm not sure um, what they look like around the rest of the country. But I know the adults were upset with the Disney store and Target. But I don't really think it was for them. Because it was just directly <laughs> one one movie. And they're, they're not too far directed to it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I know, I know they did some Haunted Mansion stuff. I didn't even, I know there was some scattering of it in our local store. I'm not sure what was there and what wasn't there. I heard some people talking about that. And it, it, it's hard at a Target to kind of divide sections up and find new places to put things. And, and I know our, our Disney store turned into Christmas store <laughs> section. <laughs> so, and it's kind of, Everything Christmas, not just Disney Christmas. They had some really cool albums. Which what do you mean at, at at Hallmarks? No, no, at the Target. Oh well, I, oh well, I thought you were directed. Well, I'm also thinking about going direct to the Disney store. Oh, okay. Yeah, if, if I manage finding neat 
or ornaments if I don't pick it. If there there will be any chances if I don't mind to pick any princesses. Oh yeah, you want to go because yeah, you know, Hallmark usually comes out with their uh, list of ornaments every New Year, and I know last year was it last year you picked the Wreck It Ralph yeah ornament okay even though I had yeah I think I think they had they had some interesting thoughts with with Brian's range of like rarity move rarity movies okay so you kind of took some sneak peeks of what hallmark's bringing out for the year well for for you using having that that magazine i was i was trying to interview on on how much frozen merch there'll be or what things i think were too much or what okay. i would like at the disney store or hallmark disney store? store the disney store all right yeah well besides yeah like like one thing i I, I saw in bed and like for for like Mickey Mouse and Mickey Mouse and friends. Or, okay. Well, obviously directed to Disney Junior. Sometimes, sometimes I think Minnie Mouse is gone a bit on the like she ate too much sugar side. <laughs> well, well, that is certainly possible. That's for sure. <sighs> like make make her friends with a unicorn. Oh dear. King I saw a unicorn. I saw a unicorn toy with her. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I, I, I did have my conversation with, with the, with the Disney girl characters, but I, I, I am bouncing my range of them, but directing to a, to a good bouncing range to them. All right. Do you want to start talking about Frozen now? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you, you, I was thinking we could go through the song. Well, no. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think everyone had had plenty of chances on handfulling the songs. Okay. Yeah, and this is a this is definitely going to be a spoiler about Frozen. But but yeah, but Ryan, you're all through with that, right? Yeah, I have seen the movie, so and we'll need to warn all of our listeners that there will be a ton of spoilers. So if you don't, if you haven't seen the movie, you probably don't want to listen to it unless if you. <laughs> um, don't really care about the spoilers <laughs> and some people don't so that's fine all right so where you want to start should we start at the beginning um uh or do well, you want to well, pick apart well yeah okay and if yeah for some opinions some nice storytelling yeah so this movie starts out with storytelling right well yeah be beyond all 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 of we european seasons European seasons as all all in Arendelle. Uh huh, in Arendelle, yeah. Um, I I both really have bits of the beginning in mind, but all I remember will would be on on the scene Olaf resting by by on the on the picnic blanket. Okay, so does it start out? Oh my gosh. Okay, so it's been a couple of weeks since I've seen the movie. Did we start out with the storytelling with the parents? Oh yeah, I'm so out of here. I think you're yeah. you're jumping to the one we're at present day. Well, right? well, with yeah. Olaf and um, yeah, Anna. I feel, yeah, it feels like it, they take back the the little kid moment as Pargol to to these um, sequels. Yeah, so they take us back to when Anna and Elsa are little girls and their parents are putting them to bed. So we're learning a little bit more about their family. But, but mostly beyond if Elsa had an ice 
Or would they belong to some enchanted forest? Oh, you're talking about later, right? Well, yeah. Okay, so let's focus on the beginning first. And okay, let's so let's talk. Ask Brian. Ryan, what did you think about that scene when Anna and Elsa are little girls and the mom and dad are putting them to bed? Did you think that added to the story? Like, were you glad they went back to that point? I mean, it kind of makes sense at the end where they do that, but in the beginning, did is that what you wanted to see there? I, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. No, I think it. I think it. I mean, it was a good way to open. I mean, it was kind of similar to how they opened the first one, mm-hmm. um, and so you just get to see right before the the two girls were playing, you know, in Frozen One, uh, the first Frozen, right? Um, and so I thought that was kind of cute. Um, you get to see Dad putting them to bed, and then of course they sneak out later and, and do the, like all the ice stuff, and that's when um, Anna gets hit in Frozen One. But I mean, I thought it was cute. Yeah, I really like the song that they introduced in this scene. Where the north wind meets the sea, there's a river full of memory. Sleep, my darling, safe and sound, for in this river all is found. a sweet lullaby song I enjoyed that what did you think about it a lullaby mm-hmm. well it just I think almost no thoughts but I guess there are, there are some things that is a that is a feel, feel of, of, of like not so distance but Back in, back in woodsy areas. Okay. I did like um, when Elsa's making those little figurines for them to play with. Uh, I know my youngest son, he saw that they made Baymax. So he was pretty excited about that. And I'm sure there's a, there's some wait, more characters wait, what? in what? Yeah, when, when Elsa is forming those little figurines that they're playing with in the <laughs> snow scene, one of them was Baymax. How did I not... Maybe, maybe for all the, I just thought there were, it could be rock monsters or something. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Well, there's probably rock monster in there too. Or, well, well, yeah. 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 As they like to the sneak for, for, for like surrealism shapes. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. When you, I guess when you think of, I guess when somebody will think about making characters out, of snowman they think of baymax <laughs> well she made baymax i don't know if she was thinking about it but um yeah so i thought that was a cute scene and i i think it fit in very well later in the movie when you figure out all the ties in their family together i thought that was um interesting how everything tied together i mean it does give more questions when they have baymax 
<laughs> but I um I see how they were trying to weave the story. Or who else that represent Baymax? What the 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 thing making Baymax? Maybe. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I just thought that was a neat trick. That was that was a off off limit thing I never saw. Oh, I'm sure there's lots of other Easter eggs that we missed, and I didn't see that. So. All I yeah, all I saw. All, yeah, I guess the only Easter egg I saw was like when Olaf was doing charades. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like transforming to the mouse, and it was meant to be Mickey, and 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 lastly El- Elsa, Elsa from as moving from the first movie. Okay. And um, yeah, so that was our <laughs> that's our opener, and then we have um, some where Olaf when we come to present day and Olaf is uh, despondent because things are changing. So we so we have Kristen Bell trying to cheer him up, Anna trying to cheer him up, singing "Some Things Never Change." Yes, the wind blows a little bit colder, and we're all getting older. And the clouds are moving on with every autumn breeze. Peter Pumpkin just became fertilizer. And my leaf's a little sadder and wiser. That's why I rely on certain certainties. Yes, some things never change. Like the feel of your hand in mine. Some things stay the same. Like how we get along just fine. Like an old stone wall that'll never fall. Some things are always true. Some things never change. Like how I'm holding on tight to you. The leaves are already falling. Sven, it feels like the future is calling. You know, went for that song. Song, I think, I think I'm going to Forky now. Oh, it's kind of the Ask Forky a Question song. <laughs> so what did you think about this song, Ryan? Oh, I enjoyed this song. Um, it was, uh, I think just all the songs in general, there weren't really any earworms in this one. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, I mean, I enjoyed all the music. The music's really, it's, it's good, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, you know. I think it. I think it helped move the scene along. I think it's. That's kind of how most of the songs were used in this movie. It was a true musical. Like that was how yeah. we were flowing between our scenes, and that was moving our plot along. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they had done some yeah. of that in the first movie, but not as much as they did in this movie. They were all very much written in a storytelling fashion. Yeah, it was kind of very Broadway style. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the in terms of the music this for this movie yeah yeah I thought that was an interesting um, way of the, to approach this movie now that is Bill Lopez's background so mm-hmm. I can see why they would they would tend to go in that direction and it, it's I think it's safe a little safer doing that than the first movie I think the first movie, I think it was like all out there. It was like all or nothing. Like you're going to like this or you're not going to like this and this thing is going to fail. And I think this one was a lot safer than the first movie. I mean, if, if you, I mean, if, if, if anyone can, can share for ease, uh, if, if, 
if Aunt Elsa's par parents are, are are still alive, or or if they're shipwrecked, they're worth being also Tarzan's parents. And oh, there you go. There's a good then, reference. They have a for mm -hmm. for child, or if anyone just ends up saying that that for all these journeys, the trolls were evil. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, it's nice knowing where the parents went to. Um, an interesting thing, I, I liked the idea of, of water having memory. I thought that played really well in this movie and uh, brought a lot to the storytelling. And we really know what happened to Anna and Elsa's parents because of the water having memory. I mean, yeah. that, that may sound like maybe one of all... Olaf's tri tricky facts while going for going through wilderness. Oh, oh, you're talking about when Olaf is going through the wilderness and and he's I guess he's what is is he trying not to be scared or is he scared? <laughs> now that we've jumped five five <laughs> points ahead in this movie. So okay, so let's talk about that. So about Olaf's humor. Olaf's humor. Or, or how we got to... <laughs> there is a lot of humor in this movie. Um, well, mainly, mainly all because of Olaf. <laughs> well, Olaf, yes, and Kristoff. Uh, okay, no offense, Kristoff was actually the the big haha takeover. Yeah, yeah. So I think really pretty quickly we get into where this is going to go as a movie. And we get into seeing all the parts that were in the trailer. So you get um, Adina Mazel's character, Elsa, hearing um, that angelic call. And she's the only one that can hear it, which is interesting because I, you know, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know if it's good she's the only one that can hear it. And I, I couldn't figure out, is that because she has the special powers that it's calling just to her? I think, yeah, that was it. It was, you know, um, <clears throat> it was her special powers. Yeah. Well, who knows for why she could hear it? Yeah, right. that's exactly why. Because the spirits, the spirits that um, it gave her the power, <laughs> gave her, gave her the power. So yeah, basically. don't there's a thousand reasons i should go about my day and ignore your whispers which i wish would go away oh, oh. you're not a voice you're just a ringing in my ear and if i heard you which i don't and spoken for i fear Everyone I've ever loved is here within these walls. I'm sorry, secret siren, but I'm blocking out your calls. I've had my adventure, I don't need something new. I am afraid of what I'm risking if I follow you into the unknown. Into the unknown. Into the unknown. 
is an online, sometimes big sisters are more sensitive. <laughs> well, there you go. Big sisters are more sensitive. We'll go with that. Sometimes they have to be. Yeah, they do. They have to be more aware because they're the, the oldest and have to protect the younger siblings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anna, I, yeah, Elsa really did need to protect Anna in this movie um because yeah i don't i don't know if anya understood barriers in this movie. I mean, <laughs> like if, you don't if, have special powers if some younger younger if some young younger typical ones can be the most curious curious to audience mm-hmm. yeah now did that that kind of like got a, a tad bit too far with Kristen bell's character anna um really not wanting Elsa to go off by herself. Uh, I, you can understand it from a standpoint of she has lost her parents when they go off by herself. You know, she felt abandoned by her older sister. So there's definitely some uh, separation anxiety going on there from a psychological standpoint. But there was a, a point where you're like, okay, you're going to die if you keep going. <laughs> you might want to just let the person with the special powers go at this point. But I understood, you know, why she didn't want Elsa to go off by herself. But um, I guess we can kind of talk, touch on. Uh, so here's, I mean, we've done a lot of spoilers, but yeah, you know, they break through. So there's a there's a divide between kind of like the enchant the forest and um, Arendelle. Like there's been this big divide and there's this family um, mythology or folklore that, that's grown up around this. Like nobody really knows why kind of a situation. Um, so I guess the, the people who lived in the forest and the people in Arendelle were trying to do a truce and they built a dam um, as like a, I'm not really sure. I never really understood why they built a dam. Um it was supposed to be a gesture of goodwill. Okay, I, I, I got that, but I still didn't understand it. But I mean, I, the man, I, but yeah. uh, the man I saw the dam, I'm like, oh, well, that's gonna break. <laughs> 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 we'll see how that happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and then something had happened between the two families, and kind of a big fight broke out, and then a big fog separated the forest from Arendelle and everyone inside the forest had been trapped in there for was it how long was it like 30 something years yeah I, I forget the exact amount of time but it had been it was decades right and, and they do tell you in the movie the yeah time like 31 years five months and four days or you know something silly like that but uh so um, in order for Anna to answer the sound of the cry that she's hearing, she needs to go into that forest. And with her power, she's given the ability to go in. But the door kind of closes and they forge, forge forward kind of a thing. And then they come across the people that are um, in the forest. And then they also come across some of the soldiers from Arendelle that kind of got locked in this area and they were kind of together. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's some questions that are begged in that you, they, it seems to be when they enter, like a rivalry happens again. And you're like, well, you've been locked in here for 30 years. Did you guys not know each other was in here? 
<laughs> oh. But um, I, this, this is where you find your humor. And um, I think it's really needed because the movie gets pretty intense later on. And I do like the humor that comes comes up from this. And the first scene is uh, the humor scene comes with Olaf. And I don't, you can't like even explain what's going on with Olaf. Um, do you want to explain it? I <laughs> He's telling this story of what's happened so far. Why these people have been locked in there for 30 years. Yeah, he like reenacts Frozen 1, the first Frozen. Um, and it's it's hysterical. I mean, his his pantomime and his voice. And yeah, it's just, it's a, yeah. it's one of the highlights of the movie. Yes, well, definitely. When, it's like when he told it from the audience, when he, when he, it's just, when you say his pantomime is like, it's like so fast and he just dings it all up the everyone's just so confused as if, if like deers um for christmas deers in the, in deer the, in headlines. the headlights yeah deer in the headlights <laughs> yeah well it, it, he does it in such a quick manner with such abruptness nobody has any time to react yeah and you're just and I was just on, I was just laughing so hard at, at, at totally inappropriate moments. <laughs> You're just like, wait, that's important. We need to like hold on to that for a moment. Oh, we're not. <laughs> we're keep going. If someone just doesn't doesn't like too much Olaf, if like maybe he when he first deeped, he was a bit of a a for, forky situation. If people were afraid that they weren't gonna like him. <laughs> I mean, when I are there people that don't like Olaf? No, no. Um, oh, what I'm saying oh, is, I, I mean, when I, when I, I mean, when I first saw his character, I did almost thought he was looking a bit, like, like weird looking. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's not a typical snowman. I think that's on purpose, though. <laughs> he's not my Frosty the Heart. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's definitely um, a different abstract take on a snowman. I mean, usually, when, as like a five-year-old, when you're around the psychics mm-hmm. and you're like born in, in the early twenties or or, or thoughts, na- yeah, or something like that, <laughs> you usually see all these old two D, psychics when you just look at all all these these little big-eyed big people faces okay that- for for what our audience can't see fiona is holding up a jiminy cricket from pinocchio and jacques, is it jacques from cinderella which are the cute ones they're the cute ones. They're all the cute these all before olaf oh okay <laughs> which are i probably no 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 questions so so far but as little and you just want to call around every Everything you just you just see, everyone you just see first first sight. But it's like when you get older and you have all the 3D animation, everyone just ended up going all creative with with the sidekicks by 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 going all a weird shape. And okay. when I said being a sister, sister, well, obviously for Frozen being a craze, you 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 can't have some sort sort of Sort of unknown deal deal with with the new characters. Okay, all right. So, do you like Olaf? 
Well, well, I know I said he he didn't he didn't look like my my frosty the heart. Uh huh. But but I guess usually when they stick the free animation, I could try to focus on some human char- characters. Lastly, with with big animated eyes, even if some some of them can can have some too. Toofy parts with them. Okay, now she's holding up Vanellope Von Sweets. That's what she's talking about. Pretty character. Mm, yep. Uh-huh. Even if it's working with with a char- with a new character, you could imagine with a different style. But even if I don't have a fave in Olaf. Oh, okay. I think what what what's worth what's we're feeling like my character. All right. Yeah, you're a sidekick girl, for sure. You like the sidekicks. So Ola's not like your favorite sidekick. But is, it, is he kind of in a, is he in the good sidekick category? Yeah. All right. But does, would everyone like him? N- not, n- not technically. We don't have an Olaf stuffed. Our plush. <laughs> well, so. yeah. I, I mean, I get swim people get a good grin of his humor they would they would to- totally love him but i guess i'm looking for a pacific design of characters oh she's picky <laughs> i wouldn't say i wouldn't say picky i would okay so <laughs> of the three animation that dizzy's come out with in the pre- in the current um stage of their kind of renaissance again what sidekick characters do do you like like you would collect a plush of that because i don't really consider vanellope bunch sweets a sidekick character well she's kind of like a co well well yeah it's it's a bit of a difficulty with with in a human characteristics uh, as staying as as you think you're he's she, she's as you think that you're a psychic or just almost a standalone character. Okay. But 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 we're fine for that movie as a party of two. But maybe further, I I think I'm totally directing here with this movie. I I guess when when I gig when I giggled some some parts of new characters I. I just ended up giggling around with with the salamander. Yeah, so in the forest, we're privy to some new characters for sure. Um, yeah, the salamander, that was a surprise. I did not see that coming. And he he was the he's a fire spirit. So there's kind of like the elements that um, Yeah, I feel like he's been given fan names. Oh, I'm sure he has, because Fire Spirit's not very creative. <laughs> no offense, Disney, but... <laughs> Samantha? Oh, well... Samantha? <laughs> I love how Fiona just jumps around. Jumps or around. Whatever just Olaf said. Yeah. So, yeah, Olaf, he gets kind of lost, doesn't... That's what's happening, right, Ryan, in one scene here? Yeah. He gets a little lost. Right. And so... Um, he starts calling out their names, Kristoff, Anna, Elsa, and then he yells, Samantha. And then, you know, everyone in the whole life is like, what? Forky. <laughs> and then he's like, I don't know, Samantha. Why am I saying that? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And I think that's that's one of the more clever songs of the of the movie, um, for sure. Is uh, when Olaf's singing "When I'm Older" because he's scared. Kind of within his Frank Sinatra type right. stylings of songs. Samantha? This will all make sense when I am older. Someday I will see that this makes sense. One day when I'm old and wise, I'll think back and realize that these were all completely normal events. I'll have all the answers when I'm older. And so you have these elements. You've got the fire, and you've got the water, and the wind, and what's the other? Oh, earth, right? The earth that they have to think contend of Avatar. with. <laughs> think yeah, of Avatar. The, the gigantic earth spirits. Yeah. yeah. So think of fifth element. Remember that movie? <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I choose something that's less obscure. Well, no, it's, it was a pretty big movie of its time, but it was quite a while ago. Um, yeah. But it, it had there was, to me that was what I was thinking of when they started doing that in the Fifth Element. So I thought that was really funny that time. Um, so, but yeah, I really, I really liked that that song um, when I'm older and Olaf and all the things happening to him and how he's dealing with with all the fears of being in a strange place and not knowing what to do and. Thinking that he's going to be able to handle all of this when he's older. It feels like within adult jokes, uh, wait, what do you mean? You, you kind of feel like you're at around the time that you're all you're already grown up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone gets scared. I don't think anybody's truly above that situation. I mean, you just learn how to plan for it and handle it. You don't, you know, you have to, that's like people practice emergency situations. So they can handle the situation, but whenever there's something that new that comes up, you still, yeah, you but, still can be scared but, of it. But it felt like you just Olaf just went for, for if the hardcore stage, you would be around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are some, inter- yeah, yeah. I think those with uh, some interesting thoughts. Yeah, that was that was definitely fun. Everyone seems to have their solo moment in this movie. Yeah. In terms of like move and music. Yeah, and, and kind of like yeah. bringing out their characters a lot, because not mm-hmm. Elsa's not you know, the only one that gets her moment, her big song. I think everybody pretty much. No, gets. each each one has one. Yeah, because um, Olaf's is when I'm older. Uh, what's it? Uh, not Sven. Um. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Christoph. <laughs> Christoph, thank you. I do the Christoph. same thing. I know. I was like, Sven, no, wait, hold on. From the That's first the movie. caribou. The reindeer. When he does, <laughs> he does, Kristoff does Lost in the Woods, and that's hysterical. It's always fine I 
probably could catch up with you tomorrow But is this what it feels like to be growing apart? When did I become the one who's always chasing your heart? Now I turn around and find Dita Menzel's Into the Unknown uh-huh. um, and show yourself a little, yeah, kind of. Show your, yeah. And then the next right thing is um, Anna. Right, right. It's really interesting because um, Jeff thought I was going to lose it during the next, the song, The Next Right Thing. Yeah. Just, you know, because some of the things you go through, you know, as a mother or any situation with your family and, um, having to figure out how to handle a situation. But for a different way of, of a next big take. <laughs> lost in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I, I lost it. I, I lost it a little bit during Elsa's show yourself. I like am tearing up right now. I've got issues, people. <laughs> issues. Like, I think there's a, a song that... Um, definitely in this movie will will speak to you even even the power ballad i gotta call it a power ballad lost in the woods oh mm-hmm. like yeah. you know so that's a definitely gonna speak to somebody you know no it's very 80s oh oh lord okay yes oh lord i had to get old uh, 80s videos out to explain it to my middle child adia i'm yeah. like she i am he was like channeling Peter Cetera, it sounded like, from Chicago <laughs> yes. at points in time. I was like, this is hysterical. Oh. And the, the, did you do the picture in school where they have your face straight and then they have your uh, profile up top, like hazed in? What, when... Yeah, I've, I've had one of those. That was very common in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> I, when, like, I think it was like elementary school. Yeah. Yes. When yeah. for for that shot, everyone gets a bit f- faded right there. Yeah, it's so you can't and you, I couldn't explain it to my kids while it was happening. No, <laughs> yeah, it's harder. It's hard to like. Yeah, the the humor is definitely for our generation, not for not for kids. Oh, in that song, for sure. In that song. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. The humor in that song. Yeah. Yes. I was on the ground. 80s 80s says, "I know this is supposed to be funny, but I'm not getting all the references." <laughs> is this like a something on something from the 80s? <laughs> like, yes. Yes. But I mean, uh 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 yeah, I'll, I'll all for sudden the same this this song Again, I'm I'm turning to the like Muppet Horror Man from the new Muppets, from the new Muppets uh-huh. film era, era speed. Right well, there. that was kind of a power ballad too. reflect on my reflection and I ask myself the question what's the right direction 
go I don't know Am I a man Or am I a Muppet Am I a Muppet If I'm a Muppet Then I'm a very manly Muppet Very manly Muppet Am I a Muppet Or am I a man Am I a man If I'm a man That makes me a Muppet of a man A Muppet of a man Yeah, true. I definitely call that a power ballad. Right. Oh, boy. She's <laughs> oh, Louise. We just, it's it's all s- sudden. We just pay back to to er, to earning rich chin with, with song, with this song that can't get that, that annoying. How about, how about for at least talk to the pine cone? Talk to the pine cone. <laughs> oh, oh man I definitely appreciated all the humor that they had in the before scenes before uh, Anna and Elsa kind of go out and get separated and go on their own adventures to kind of solve this problem that is like how do we get the forest to stop how do we get um, like all these horrible things are happening they get driven out of Arendelle so they need to solve the problem and, and bring peace and calm back to Arendelle and you know Chris Olaf gets separated Kristoff gets separated Anna then gets separated from Elsa and you, know, you see Elsa go out and that's where I know in the promos you see her doing the ice on the water to go across kind of like you know, this raging water um, storm that's happening in the ocean. I don't know what you, like, almost like a hurricane. What do you call those up north when they have those storms? You mean? Winter storms, I guess. Like a nor'easter? Yeah, yeah, thank you. If you're getting closer to those Dale Twirlies. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, this was really, this really scared the little girl with the family next to me. She was definitely, when Elsa was, was trying to traverse the ocean, um, she definitely hopped in her dad's lap and was like very tense. I got kicked a couple times. Because this is what the, people think will, it'll go dark from from these trailers. <laughs> Those moments, if, if, you're, if you're like that, that, the opposite of that girl from Ralph Breaks the Internet. Well, oh, well, they, where she's well, going sh- into the danger. Well, they showed this, show this part. I'm not willing to. Yeah, I thought that was um, interesting how they how they went and do you really had to go through something very very traumatic for Elsa to get to where I can't remember what they called that place where Elsa was trying to get. Do you remember what they called that, Ryan? Well, it was like a they. She would talk about like a river of ice, um, in the song. And that ended up being the glacier, right? And the lullaby, right? Where- that's 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 what I recall. Um, I don't remember a specific name. Yeah, I'm looking at the lyrics. It says, "Where the north wind meets the sea, there's a river full of memory. Sleep, my darling, safe and sound, for in this river all is found. All is found when all is lost. All is found." Oh, uh, Otto, was it uh, Otto Holland? Yeah, I think that was Is it. that right? Did I say that right? Otto Holland? Yeah, A-H-T-O-H-A-L-L-A-N. Yeah. 
So that's probably Norwegian. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, that's really funny too. Um, when she's talking about auto hall and she's like, "Show yourself," singing that song. Because I'm like, well, you're, fig- you're figuring this out, right, Elsa? Like, you're figuring this out, right? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like you're the fifth element. Like, for like, is is that tr- truly directing to a word of like, like some nor- northern lights in, in Norway? I think so. Definitely. Like, where do the northern lights come from? Because you definitely had that light show going on there. Oh, I, I think it's something we can really mention about this movie is is the animation is amazing. The colors that they used in this and the light the light effects they used um, in the animation it just like transcended itself. I don't know, it just you know, like fire wasn't red and yellow because they didn't want it to um, compete with the autumn leaves. So it's these bright purples and pinks and blues like blazing through mm. the trees. And I think that was such a yeah. clever choice. Like magenta. Right. Well, not to get tied okay. down well, to it's it. Like, Very bright. Yeah, they think of like like paranormal like goat. Well, I think one part they would say like spirit. Spirit fires. Spirit fires. Yeah. And then I couldn't figure out if it was real fire or not either. Because it seemed to like disappear and nothing was burned. I was fascinated by that. It was very, yeah, I would say. I would, I would say, like, magenta is probably about as close. It's very bright. And we do get some new characters, too, in this story. Some of them who are ended up being foried. Foried? It kind of looked like when we saw it on Google Images. Oh. Oh, 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 yeah. Never mind that. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't mind showing Elias that, right? Yeah, so we um, we get Honey Marin, who uh, lives in the forest, and we get Ryder, who lives in the forest. And, and get... Ryder is funny because he is like Kristoff and oh. loves reindeer. Yeah, they're like little, and... they're like mo- brothers from another mother. Hey, yeah, I just, when you say that, maybe I, I would think almost like, like if they've been Maorized from like Brother Bear or something. Oh, Brother Bear? Huh. It, it, I thought I thought some of them maybe could could kind of add those vibes to it. Okay. But well, not, here they've got well, the to... salamander having a name, Bruni. 
And here they the they have the water spirit is Nork. Well, Gale. Yeah. So yeah, they did bring in a, a slew of new characters for sure. Yeah, yeah. When they say to the salamander, I, I think you've been thinking. Yeah, I would like the salamander as a plush. Oh, okay. Good to know. Because <laughs> guess what, girls and boys, Christmas is right around the corner. Oh, that's really funny. So Yelana, who seems to be the matriarch of the people, um, leader of the nom nomadic Northold Northoldor Northoldra Northoldra. That's how they pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, Northoldra. Yeah, North it was Old, Northoldra. <laughs> Fiona's patting me on the back. <laughs> that was played by Martha Plimpton. That's really funny. From Goonies. <laughs> and who who what what's she playing Goonies? Oh, I don't remember her name. She's the friend of the other girl who's kissing the boys. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> uh huh. She's that the one. one that doesn't have a boyfriend. The other teenage girl mm -hmm. has the boyfriend. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I can't remember which one. I can't remember their names. It's been so I know. long. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I know. I know which girl you're talking about. Oh, yeah, that's funny. I just think that I think it's funny that Thanos was in Goonies, too. Mm hmm. What's his name? Thanos. Thanos. J yeah, Josh Brolin. He's funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And then uh, Ryder was played by uh, Jason Ritter. Who I, yeah, who's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a little freaky how they're both so into reindeer. <laughs> yeah. I think that's... Um... Is Jason Ritter John Ritter's son? Yes. Honey. And then Honey Merritt is played by uh, Rachel Matthews. I don't have any idea who she is. How about that? Well, obviously, it looks like she didn't <laughs> act it that much. Or she did Happy Death Day. <laughs> Which? Blow up the cracker for that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, she hasn't done a whole lot. Yeah, she's done um, Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. So there you go. That's funny. And on TV, she was in a show <gasps> called Looking for Alaska, and her role was Fiona. Oh, how funny. Yeah, for three episodes. Oh, it was a miniseries. That's probably... There you go. Yeah, that name pops up every now and then. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What was your thoughts on giving me that name? Oh, uh, we thought it was pretty. I mean, it's funny because one of the first names we thought of giving you was Fenolia because there's a couple actresses from Ireland that have that name, but that was a little convoluted, so we went with Fiona. Went with a much simpler version of the name. And then um, they introduced Lute. Tenant Justin Matias, who's been stuck in the forest for 31 years, four months, and five days. And, <laughs> and truly, I almost think he was kind of based on his, his voice actor. Yeah, he looks just like his voice actor. And he is in This Is Us, that showed This Is Us. He was also in Black Panther. I'm not sure who he played in the Black Panther. He played... I'm so out of touch with all... The Black Panther? He's too old to play. He played... Oh, boy. Um, Najobi? I still haven't, like, sat through that whole movie. Just... I've seen parts of it, and then I'd have to leave. <laughs> okay. ah. But, yeah, so he was in that. No, he's, he was an older gentleman, so he would, have, he would not have played the, the main character role. He looked more, he's more like a father character. Well, yeah... It takes my ease on, on those faces. And then 
I think that's it for like the the live act the human characters and then we get we talked about the salamander so we get Bruni or the salamander he's the fire spirit and then we get in Nork a mythical water spirit and we get Gale a mythical wind spirit and then uh, I thought it was interesting how they tied the earth in because they didn't really have an earth spirit but they had something that was that I thought was really um indicative of of the folklore and the culture of those regions and they had um the giant rock creatures that slept along the banks and i thought that was really clever i really liked those guys but what was particularly to to the last new character the the rock characters no oh this one oh i'm sorry yeah i'm looking at this oh the girl that saves um well, he was a prince then, but King Agnar, who says Prince when, Prince Agnar when he's a little kid. Yeah, well, I yeah, I I was been yeah fighting for Google images. It felt like people are gonna think she's gonna have a lot of theories. A lot of theories or theories, yeah, yeah, theories, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's how they kind of tie that story back in again. Oh yeah, one thing to mention too is when they have the dam and they have the celebration and everything goes is going on king agnar who's the father of elsa and anna his dad uh lands up dying at that scene no oh what were you gonna say ryan did you want to say something oh well i i did i like that the rocks were really really pretty how they were (laughs) designed i mean it was they did a really good job animating them the rock giants yeah oh yeah oh well i don't think you can slight them on any of the animation Mm mm-mm it was beautiful. Yeah, the especially the some of the water and ice effects were amazing in this. The water spirit was just absolutely stunning. Gorgeous. Gorgeous animation. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it it felt like I had thought where she's she's just healing she's just healing down wrestling around with a water water stallion. What what what's up what's up for your choice? Like like who's gonna who's gonna win? Oh, between the horse and Elsa. Yeah. Well, Elsa has to win because she has to um, control the horse. That's part of the challenges that she has to face. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, and and you're just saying it was like it was interesting watching them fight and like who was gonna end up winning and that kind of thing. Was it was well, it hard to tell? Well, yeah, yeah, win? it's kind it's kind of tense when when you're like you need. Uh, eyes uh, uh, around uh, around wandering around like 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 these wa- water moments. You you thought it was pretty intense. Yeah, and then unthoughtful to me. Yeah, like this this is where I really appreciated all the humor in the beginning because it was really intense with Elsa and the water, and then with Anna being separated from Elsa and finding herself trapped in a cave. They were both scared and alone. Kind of situations, or for for lots of spore, someone dead. Me telling the story, dead. <laughs> Are you talking about Olaf? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Anna finds herself very alone and very isolated with a huge daunting task before her, um, believing her sister to have passed away, and then because her sister has has passed, um, everything that she's created, like Olaf. Um, 
dissipates at that moment and disappears. Oh, I'm I'm getting that connection now. So your your owner to your snowman, the snowman has to go with your with with your spirit. Right, because that's front part of her powers. So once her powers are gone, then that Olaf is gone too. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. I shouldn't say take that frosty. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> So yeah, that was a yeah pretty desperate moment for Anna, knowing that she has to go, and um, she learns the true story behind the dam and how King Renard had built it to kind of rein in the nomadic Northuldra people, like make them tied to the land. So I believe so they weren't so nomadic, is what I'm you know guessing, and then kind of like disintegrating the ecology that's going on there and making them more reliable on Arendelle for survival. And so she needs to go destroy the dam and free the spirits of the forest because they're trapped there. So she has, that's what she has to do. But she thinks she has to do this all by herself. So that's why she's scared and that's pretty intense. I've seen dark before, but not like this. This is cold, this is empty, this is numb. The life I knew is over, the lights are out. Hello darkness, I'm ready to succumb. I follow you around, I always have. But you've gone to a place I cannot find. This grief has a gravity. It pulls me down. But a tiny voice whispers in my mind. You are lost. Hope is gone. But you must go on and do the next right thing. Can there be a day beyond this night? I don't know anymore. Olaf, like, going away? Oh. <laughs> If I had been um, six or seven years old, man, I would have been bawling my head off. Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, you just you just think everyone will will be gone, and if they be keep going, will we ever see them again? Exactly, you didn't know, and and to a little kid, you really wouldn't know what was gonna happen. I wasn't too worried because I'm a little bit older. I knew Olaf had to come back because that would be a really strange way to end this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Ryan, what did you what did you think about the way that they handled the situation with Elsa and Anna and Olaf leaving us for a little time? Oh, um, I really liked the I really liked this. That really, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, it it re it was very similar to the very first plot in terms of Anna saving. Um, her older sister. Right. 
Um, and in turn, basically everybody else, because then Queen Elsa comes back and helps everybody. I thought that it was good that they... I, I like this because it's like a sister film. Right. In terms of the when they do princess films, a lot of times, you know, it's like the princess and trying to find a prince and that kind of thing. And, you know, the traditional, <laughs> the tra- traditional princess film and stuff. But this is very not not that at all. No. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, and so it's kind of it's just a fun sibling film. You know, uh, it's about siblings to me. So um, I like I like how they put this together. Um, and they both have to find inner strength um, and go on at some point and, you know, try and try and figure out a way in the face of hardship. They both have to have grit. They both have to have bravery. So I really like it. Right. And courage, courage and, and still be kind. And that's really a hard balance to do, to be to be brave, do what you think is the right thing and be kind at the same time. Especially in the adversity of believing you've lost absolutely everything. Like there's mm-hmm. there's nothing left for you and you might have to go and sacrifice your life too for everything to yeah. be put right. And and essentially like Anna thinks she's gonna absolutely lose everything on top of losing everything. Like she has to go sacrifice her life and then she has to make the decision that Arendelle will exist no more and displacing an entire city basically, and they're going to have to go figure out what to do with their lives. So she's, like, taking on all that extra pressure because, you know, she knows the dam has to be destroyed, and if the dam is destroyed, all the waters will come down and destroy Arendelle. It's going to destroy every, everything in her life. You know, it'll be, it'll wipe out her, the, where she lives and mm-hmm. um, all of, all of the stuff, you know, it's going to wipe out. So it is, that's a hard decision. Yep. So, but fortunately, everything is not destroyed. Because <laughs> it's a it's Disney movie, by golly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you brought all, all those all those thoughts, thoughts from Wisdom Walt Disney. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna come around, and um, I think I think the moral of the story is is like when you do make those choices, when you do um, make sacrifices, that you are rewarded. Like you can correct the past and, you know, be, be happy kind of a situation. So because was it the so they break the dam, but then the spirits kind of let Elsa know, like Elsa is, is regenerated again or is brought back to life after finding out the truth behind the dam. And she comes whisking in on the horse, which is the water spirit, and is able to block the floodwaters from destroying Arendelle. So, and then they usher in a, a new kingdom and a new life. And I think it's nice that they gave um, Anna and Elsa kind of equal shares of responsibility at this point. Yeah. Well, Anna's no longer just kind of the little kid sibling. Right. After this film, you know, this is, she is now definitely grown by the end of this film. Oh, absolutely. And come, and, and come into her own. Yeah. So Elsa lands up, I wouldn't say, like kind of watching over the natural things in place, like the, the four elements. She lands up being the, the balance, the keeper of the balance. And then Anna becomes 
the ruler of Arendelle and kind of keeping um, that life going forward. Because both have to be done. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You have to yeah. be able to survive. And yeah, it was uh, listening. It's like we as human beings and, and it's taken us so long to control the world around us, the environment around us, like hurricanes and storms. And, and there's still like tragic things that come from nature that, but it took us so long to get to a point where we weren't worried about our next meal. Uh, for Ania, who, who does not like scary tornadoes. Yeah, is terrified of tornadoes. And it's, it's nice, like, it's interesting, this balance you have to create between organized city and um, allowing there to be beauty and environment and um, nature out there to create that balance is very, very difficult. And we're still working mm-hmm. on it, girls and boys. <laughs> still... Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something you cannot solve overnight. Yep. It's a hard one. Yeah, we definitely don't have it all down. But for the ending scene with with, with Olaf uh, uh, on, it's like if everyone just, if he had the tendering up of all their coronation suits. Oh, they're clo- they put Olaf in a suit. Yeah, but, but <laughs> this is one I didn't understand. Yeah, he kind of, he kind of like, Weight edge as if, if he almost, if he's like, like stuck, if he's like stuck in the suit, but there was like, a, a, there was like another part where he, he probably let, lets off, off something and another scene, he, he, the suit is like completely off of him. Oh, he, he gets out of the suit pretty quickly or was it an inconsistency? Yeah, I'll, I'll know what hap- happened. Maybe okay. it felt like an inconsistency. See, but but maybe it was something he was like r- rushing to get. I, I thought he was enjoying the suit for for a moment. Oh, okay. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know if he enjoyed that or not. All right, Ryan. Now, um, this was definitely a number two, not a number one movie. Absolutely, like there's no way you could have had this movie without the first one. What did you? So, give me your thoughts on the music one. And then I want your thoughts on the story overall. Or if you if you have a, a rating out of, of oh and a rating out of like maybe five five frozen hearts what, five frozen hearts. <laughs> if it's video game like, what will it give it? There you go. All right, Ryan. Well, let's see. Um, the music is good, but there you don't come out of it. There's no like hit. You don't come out of it Mm-mm. singing any of the songs really, Mm-mm. but the music's good and it moves the story forward. And I was not disappointed in the music other than I was hoping for maybe another, some, some songs that you'd come out humming and singing, but that might happen over time. Sometimes as I listen and look back at some of the films, I end up liking some of the songs more and more over time. So Time will just have to tell on uh, how much that grows on me. Um, Animation-wise, it was phenomenal. They really stepped up their game animation-wise. The Disney Studios did. Mm-hmm. It was just gorgeous to look at. And so I think they did a really good job with the animation. Story was solid. Um, I was entertained the whole time. Laughed through it. So I enjoyed that. And I would recommend people go see this film. Um, I think I think most people would enjoy this film. It's a really good family film. Uh, 
and I, I I liked I especially liked how they um, treated the native people in this film. They they treated them with great respect and honor. Um, mm-hmm. And probably like my favorite scene was where the opening, where the you know you have kind of like the singing. You hear kind of like a, it's a it's not really words, but people are singing. And okay. how that tied into Anna and Elsa and how and, and their native background. I thought that was done really, really, really well. And I think that's actually um, song and, and, and was helped written by some of the people that actually do belong to that culture. Okay, that would make sense. I think there's definitely so, a tie there. I thought that was nice. Um, I thought like the the overall messages in this film were really good, and um, so I, I would and I'll watch this one again, and I would probably give it. I'm trying to think, probably four and a half. Okay. Out of five on this one. Uh yeah, just not to be too trippy with me. <laughs> yeah, I would give this four and a half out of five for sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I don't think they get much better than this. Um, I was trying to think of what it was equated mm-hmm. to because it's not, you know, oh, I don't even know how you make it. You can't make another Frozen. Like that ship has sailed. You made Frozen. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. And you don't want another Frozen. No. That would not be entertaining at all. That would have been frustrating if they would have just given it. So I'm glad they didn't do that. Right. Um, uh, yeah. I think this one was, was a, it's a highly entertaining film. Yeah, I think it was better than I'm trying to think like music level. Okay, so um, to me, if you kind of like Mary Poppins is a classic, and uh, like for, Lion King, Lion King is a classic, Again. and you know um, the music isn't as good as these classics. Like I saw, you know, Frozen's obviously a classic and will always be a classic until the end, and but it's yeah. better than Mary Poppins too. Yeah, Mary Poppins Returns. Right. It the music yeah. is better than that. Um, but it's really hard for me to like put my finger on, um, where it is. It's like kind of, it sits below that. I still, the only thing that we sing around the house is that, uh, one tone. We sing that. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That, that was the only earworm that we came home with. Even my son, I'll hear him go, oh, cause he can still hit those notes, but (laughs) he's dead. Maybe kind of close to Moana. Okay, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Maybe kind of close to it. I mean, Moana had like maybe a little bit uh, more where you came out of it singing just a little bit, but not a ton. So maybe somewhere around Moana in terms of music or... Okay, yeah. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Right. Okay, I'll go with it. Yeah, for sure. All right, Fiona, what are your thoughts? We'll do like music, animation, and story, and then... Give us a rating of your five frozen hearts. <laughs> okay, for my music, I I I think I would have a lot of thoughts on on the muse. Some celebrities have a casting to to sing sing singing a a, a not a pl- playing not Disney song in a in a princess way for us like in the film lullaby to to someone. Like the All Is Found song? Well, let me go. Let me still go. Oh, well, go. Go. Let, 
for our, our emotions with the music in this movie. Like like when when you're playing like like the cat the cat songs. I I totally can can hear all all those vo- voices those voices inside me. Okay. And <laughs> funny when when you said seek sequels, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about turn relationship to a different to a different sequel. Okay. Or or if it was a mequel, so so yesterday we just watched um the Beauty and the Beast. Enchanted Christmas movie. Oh Lord. And, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, like hey. Have you seen that, Ryan? Mm-mm. Don't don't no. no don't don't go there. Okay, Fiona go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, when Aya was kinda of comparing like why you have such a deep voice and we were watching the movie, you want me to sing sing like that? And, and part of it when we were in the dun- dungeon within the voices from like Belle and a- Angeline, the little ornament okay. a- angel, with, with those voices, I just think you could throw me back to musicals or you could throw me back to this movie. Okay, that that Beauty and the Beast, the the winter. Oh Lord, that would not end. <laughs> That's all well, well, well. It's like I did. Well, I didn't expect you to watch that movie at that timing. <laughs> no, no. My husband Jeff turned it on. He wanted to see it. It one and done. That's all I got to say. All right. So that was that the music, or you have more to say? For yeah, the music? music. But, but, but for the future within within animation, I I know it feels like people were not wanting were not wanting these spots. Like if the can population. If they can populate the franchise even more, like if they can do like like a Frozen Free, or there are some fan thoughts about about them doing like a do if they could do a live action live action remake. But even though that that's kind of doesn't feel that that much choiceable for 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 on on worrying for 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 me, but. I don't think they'll do a Frozen Three. I think they wrap this up in a nice tidy bow. But I guess if, if yeah, if they on word and and mo- moving all these char- characters, but within the animation, I did, I did say I I had a lot of, like like Brother Bear secret thought thoughts to it. Okay. Like if it shared all all these all all these col- colors, you say. All these northern lights and differences between same regions of coloring fire. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do have a yeah thinking for me. I I can get a deaf up upper grade to this movie, but but before rating, I would maybe if I half die here. I I would say with Ryan, I I would give him a four, just just to not be, just for me not going too crazy about it, but okay. still handling it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you were surprised how how much you actually did enjoy this film. Yeah, I think I yeah yeah I think everyone was meant meant to be well well done 
well done with this. Yeah, I think you, you I think you really did appreciate the animation and this the story that they had put together for this and you definitely enjoyed it. But dude, if if, if the Salamander and Pascal could could be come friends, that would be a that would be a top relationship. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get them together. <laughs> well, at least you have your game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so technically mom has an upgrade with within within the, the frozen to which I keep having so much thoughts with updates within mom's Disney Ma- Magic Kingdom game. Oh, the Magic Kingdom games. Yeah, yes. they came out with the Honey Marin and Ryder and then the Fire Spirit. They just call it the Fire Spirit in the game. Well, that's like really all he's known as is mm-hmm. the Fire Spirit. Yep. Or the Salamander. Mm-hmm. They can become a, 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 a float job relationship. Okay. Oh, so you gave it four? Yeah, four. four? All right. Any other parting thoughts? Are you good? I'm good. I'm good. You're good. I'm good. All right. Yeah, no, I really, um, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was good. Definitely, like I said before, the animation um, kind of blew me away. I think they did an even better job expressing the um, animation, the music through the animation. I know it, I think it kind of met the level at this point. I think when Elsa had her big song, Let It Go, like that was very impressive with the ice and the castle. But I think the music surpassed the animation in that scene. Well, yeah, and they did, and they did a little tribute of people getting sick to it in the film. Oh, yeah, they did poke jabs at themselves in Frozen 2 about Frozen 1, and I appreciate that. But I think that the animation, having that six years, having that development of the of the programming and the engineering that they've done since then, I, was absolutely vital to this movie being as well done as it was. Um, I think, it, yeah, I think the animation definitely met the level of the music in this one, and I, I, I really did. I enjoyed the story. I thought it, I thought it was a nice a nice story, and they really tied up. Um, a lot of questions that you would have about the family, about um, what happened to everybody, but without it being thrown in your face, like, this is what happened. This is why this happened. Um, I think they did a nice, well-done um, explanation of than, things. Than just simple sentences. Right. Like, you got to see or the purpose and the reasoning behind what, what, what happened, why Elsa has her powers. You know, it's not some that i think that was like the biggest disappointment in star wars where they explained the force you're like you don't explain it (laughs) don't explain the force where you know they don't explain the magical powers they just kind of explain the situation oh yeah and why she has them making me pull text the communication about making a pb and j sandwich oh you oh (laughs) totally off the subject did you ever do that project in um school where you had to verbally communicate how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich without like the per you just kind of wrote exactly or said exactly what to do without making any assumptions yeah well so not that exact assignment but something similar yes yeah so i had the peanut butter and jelly assignment when i was in i think i want to say it was seventh grade i had that assignment and then fiona had it just now this year in her junior year of high school so i thought that was funny and it just maybe f- thought maybe that's why i try to be 
think of ways to be creative. Because of the PB&J? Well, well, <laughs> when they enter you in it, it reminds me of the details I just want to work out with. Well, yeah, that's that's the that's the lesson is is learning all the details that you need to express and all the communication that needs to happen for things to happen. It's a lot of happening. But yeah, so I enjoy this movie. <laughs> and um, my yeah, my 80 and my 14 year old, she did she did not want this. To, like she was like surprised she liked this movie. She worked out. She's like, oh, that was good. Well, yeah, because nowadays <laughs> she she just ends up being 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 sassy to the to the sequels. Well, she's just sassy. <laughs> well, yeah, when yeah, well, always back in our childhood, basically when when you when you just watch these sequels, you don't you don't really care about watching them over and over again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I would give this I would give this movie kind of up where you are, like. Between four and four and a half stars, definitely. Because I don't, I don't know how it gets much, much better than this. I mean, other than having an amazing pop culture phenomenon like Frozen and all the songs in that movie that were so, just so perfect in the, just the way the words were and they just caught all the right emotions at the right time. I mean, that, you know, Frozen's a five. So Frozen... Two, definitely four, four and a half stars for sure. I agree with you guys. But oh, I have one question for you, Ryan. How many mm-hmm. people stayed in your theater to sit through the credits to see the end? Uh, to be honest, not a lot. Yeah. Which I kind of, which kind of, which really surprised me. Well, I, I it does because you know something's coming, but then you're also dealing with yeah. a bunch of little kids who are like, we're done. And, and my showing, there weren't a lot of little kids. Oh, well, then shame on them. <laughs> yeah, uh, there weren't. There were a lot of little, yeah, there weren't a lot of little kids. But you knew, like, you know, you got to listen to the music and nice on nice Dolby speakers. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, um, which is cool because you don't have that kind of sound system at home. Nope. <laughs> at least most of us don't. Um, yeah, yeah, and- I thought we are having later moments when we are getting some edgy, edgy, sound meters when when it it's like staticky or something gets cut and such like that oh the art yeah our local theater is is sometimes their their speakers are a little spotty oh okay well <laughs> well the one that we went to and we didn't go to like the highest highest end you know like Dolby Atmos but you know they have like really nice sound systems there. yeah we went to Alamo Draft House and they have really good sound system so um it was fun to like just sit and listen to the music and then you knew that there'd be something at the very end and they're there you know i thought how they ended it was super cute with olaf so. oh yes revisiting um his storytelling from the movie of doing the entire frozen one and he does frozen two for the what is that thing i call it an abominable snowman Mar- marshmallow marshmallow thank you and what are yeah, those little um, bouncy ball things no snow, snow gigglies or snow giggies all right <laughs> uh, sorry if if i lost knowledge for all you frozen fans uh no it, oh gosh it has to do with like uh snot <laughs> Um, what is what do they call those things? Now I have to look it up. Sorry, I just, I know it's on the tip of it. It's just like snow geese, snow geese. Oh, snow geese! Like, 
Yeah, like boogies. Yeah, boogies. Oh, oh shoot. They're, they're, they were kind of yeah, adorable. Snuggies. Oh, there they are, snuggies. Yeah. Yeah, because every time she would, Elsa would sneeze in one of the, she got a, she got a cold, and every time she would sneeze, um, all these little snuggies would appear. <laughs> oh, I was laughing so hard when she did that, the little snuggies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, it's so-, <laughs> so it's Marshmallow and all the snow geese that are the audience oh. for Olaf. It's funny because I mean, you know, they're all they're all Elsa or they're all Elsa creations. We live, we live. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a line I would like to hear? Yeah, remember at the end, he's like, "And that's why we live." Mm-hmm. I guess the words that may like like cheesy says in the, in this movie. Cheesy sayings. Um. I, well, yeah, I guess some, some, not that, like, not that much to two people. Yeah, just Samantha. And then he's, Olaf's like, going down the hole, Samantha? <laughs> okay, still, he's, I think he's, he was meant to be a great character. Yeah, yeah, I think it's good. Yep, definitely. I, yeah, I can't. Like I will, I I'm looking forward to watching this movie again for sure because I know I missed a bunch of stuff because everything was going so fast. Ah, thanks for that, Olaf. <laughs> this is definitely a tour. Gotta do a two one two views of this one. All right, are we good on Frozen Two? I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> episode of Dispodopolis. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed our truly entertaining conversation about Frozen 2. Or at least I think it was truly entertaining. <laughs> mm-hmm. I might have a biased yeah. opinion there. <laughs> I, I guess what I was mean about any ideas for a Disney Princess Adventure Teen Up, it, it was that it was that they were interviewing on Rod Tomatoes with with Kristen Bell. Okay. And and the DMZL. Uh-huh. Sorry, those names good. If if Route Breaks the Internet gets spin-off or sequel, will a Disney Princess Avent- Adventures style team film be discussed or a good idea? And and she's like that may be exclusive. 
Executive? Executive. She thinks it's unbelievable. And and she would try to do something like that. Even if that that plots down for me on, on the main characters or or worth a crazy title period. But she's she's obviously said like for that that fun it's kind of collaborative collaborative since for making Anna have other appearances when she's seeing it young she all to represent that role as being heroic and and young and guessing it's crazy to to behind all that through but just confirm conform conform with the epic princess idea uh, uh, but Adina will will know that that's that's terrific even if they would say Elsa almost part symbol or part leader in law for some woman so okay yeah it was kind of a exec executive conversation so you might want to look that up look that up just type in run to me those review with Kristen Bell and Adia Mazel. Okay. Or if, or it's like, or it, it was called Rotten Tomatoes fan, fan cast if Frozen became live action. All right. Interesting. I did not know they did that. <laughs> but I, so, are, so they're talking about if, uh, if Ralph breaks the internet gets a, Spin-off or a sequel? Was it what? What do you think they meant by Disney Princess Avengers style team up? Because they did had that whole scene at the end of Ralph breaks the internet. Maybe uh-huh. if, if that's what they were understanding to go with. Were Anna and Elsa in that scene, or was it just obviously? The other... Oh well. yeah, they were. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> you want to watch the movie again? <laughs> I'm in trouble. You don't uh, watch the movie again? I probably, I yeah they I they didn't stand out for me. What kind of a princess are you? What kind? Do you have magic hair? No. Magic hands? No. Do animals talk to you? No. Were you poisoned? No. Cursed? No. Kidnapped or enslaved? No. Are you guys okay? Should I call the police? And I have to assume you made a deal with an underwater sea witch, where she took your voice in exchange for a pair of human legs? No. Good <gasps> lord, who would do that? Have you ever had true love's kiss? Ew, barf. Do you have daddy issues? I don't even have a mom. Neither, Neither do we. we. And now for the million dollar question. Do people assume all your problems got solved because a big, strong man showed up? Yes! What is up with that? She, she is, is a princess! princess. <laughs> yeah, I probably... Yeah, there was too many princesses. I couldn't keep track of them all. It happens. <laughs> but I mean, for the... For the Chris, Christmas broadcaster, yeah, saying, I guess for Tina, for the princesses... Yeah, House of Mouse was, was kind of an epic crossover... Before Adventures End Endgame. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So the Disney House of Mouse was how it had absolutely everything Disney had done animated wise. Well, yeah, back in the aughts, obviously. Yes. Yeah, you probably <laughs> said a little funny say about that. Yeah, they had to have all of them so they could fill all the seats at the what is that? A lounge? A bar lounge? It's they a nightclub. Oh, nightclub. Technically. 
<laughs> I know it sounds like something I could get in my Disney magic magic magical world video game. Yeah, that that whole uh, yeah night nightclub that was very um, very Warner Brothers. <laughs> I felt. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess there were, yeah, I guess there were some funky and weird catch catchphrases in in that show. Uh huh. That's interesting. That's for sure. But, but I mean, Christopher thought it was it was just like Disneyland, but on TV. Oh yeah, I don't know. I was a little too old for Disney House of Mouse, so I didn't watch it. And you were too young. So I probably have seen it. But yeah, you, know, you weren't even really born yet. <laughs> I think what year it is? Because I thought that was back in the '90s. Disney House of Mouse. Do you remember? This is kind of a rare conversation we're having. I I don't, to be honest. I do not. Okay. Remember. I know they had like Christmas specials like later. No, oh, see, it was only 2001 to 2003, and it felt so old to me. That's I mean, interesting. I mean, it would. Uh, I thought it almost felt like the Disney Channel had to had to connect with with, with the the funky like like technology blink color style. Okay. Yeah, there's 52 episodes. Yeah, I remember seeing it. I just don't remember seeing it when you were after you had been born. Obviously, it was on, but I mean, I, yeah, you kind of lose track of time. Some when you get old, <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> oh, I need a reference. It happens. I know it's horrible. Oh, yeah, I don't, yeah, because I just said I didn't even watch the Disney Channel. And you want, yeah, all right, there you go, girls and boys, 2001 to 2003. Okay, yep. but this is what we were not focusing on. We're not focusing we're, on House of Mouse. <laughs> well, we weren't meant to talk about that that much. <laughs> You're welcome. But I mean, with the princesses and, and, and secondary, probably secondary anime crossover, Ralph breaks the internet. Where you see, Ryan? Oh, yeah. I, I think I missed the whole House of Mouse thing. Yeah. I missed, I missed, that, I missed that, that whole period. So, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. All right. Yeah. But um... maybe there should be a view about Disney anime crossovers you almost didn't knew existed before Ralph breaks the internet. <laughs> okay. We'll do an episode on that. Crossovers. Oh, man. Ralph <laughs> like, breaks the internet does a much better job of interacting all the Disney worlds together in the movie than they did at House of Mouse. Well, I mean, if... Well, I mean, besides, for the viewing characters, they, they just went on for, like, Ralph like Ralph and Fenelvi pretending to be, like, not Disney characters in, okay. in those ways. Yeah, they kind of did. Like, they did, weren't unfam- they were unfamiliar with it. For an adventure-style team-up, maybe for, for Orloff, giving them ID. Yes, how about Milan will have the power to, to memorize whatever is from water. All right. Water has memory. Yeah. Give that to Milan. Moana. Oh, Moana. Oh, Moana. Oh, yeah. That would make total sense. Mulan, not so much. Moana, yes, a lot. <laughs> but, but, hey, what do you think about the new? I'm sure Mulan would like that power too, though. I'm, I'm sure. But I mean, would. what will you trigger down within the new live-action Mulan movie? What were your, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, the live-action Mulan movie. Yeah. You asking Ryan? Well, I saw a trailer on it just the other day in front of Star Wars. And that was my first time seeing it. And I, I really like how they use the main song. Was, yes. They kind of, they re, they re, did it, they did an arrangement of the, um, of the main song. It's a good song. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, what's the name of that? Oh gosh, who I am inside. When will um, my reflection? Oh, well, reflection, reflection. Yeah. yeah. When will my reflection? That was a good one. I, yeah. I, I'm excited. I, I like. Yeah. I think it'll be a good movie. Is that what you were asking about, Mulan? Well, I, yeah. Well, I wasn't meant to, but I think <laughs> we're yeah, going I there. Think, yeah. It looked, well, yeah, be dead. So I, there I you go. Liked, it kind of looked better how I think it was. They made a lot of different eyes, like like parts to it i like mm-hmm. how they yeah. we have a deeper villain this time oh yeah i mean i was like oh my gosh they're totally gonna copy down that monkey king movie they have a witch yes i'm glad they brought in an evil female character alongside like you have a, like a nice balance of good and evil women characters yeah. i like that they're gonna duke it out do 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 well, as we end up talking about a bunch of crossovers and Disney princesses within uh-huh. violence. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, one more thing. Oh, if, one more if thing. If any of our of our <laughs> pof- performers are listening to it, do a shout out of who who else would like our new Ooh. our new princess lattes and cocos. Okay. Christmas cards. Yeah, so um, Fiona is holding up a piece that she designed um, uh, this last week. I don't know how long she's been thinking about it in her head, but it came out of her head last week, and she did a bunch of research on it, and she developed uh, beverages for all the princesses and their cocos and lattes to go with the season of keeping warm in the cold. And um, I'll put it up on our website so you guys can take a look at it there's 12 that do 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 oh hold on no 15 15 check that 15 princesses so we did vanellope snow white cinderella sleeping beauty ariel bell uh tiana uh jasmine merida anna elsa moana rapunzel mulan and Pocahontas, right? Yeah. I get that right? Yeah, I thought but I thought some viewers would would confuse if that's Pocahontas because it's kinda of meant to look like a Starbucks drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's like since I ran out of Diaz. Oh, they're all they're yeah, she's so she's developed like cup styles for all of them and um different flavors for all of them. It's it's very very creative so we'll put that up for you and we even um have some explanation like uh cinderella's pumpkin spice and cream with starry night sparkles and we have honest forest with s'mores chocolate we have Meredith's strawberry swirl with chocolate drizzle and rock candy we have rapunzel's sky filled with sunny peppermint lanterns and german chocolate cake that's why I was voting on the German chocolate cake guest yeah. from the opening. She's <laughs> throwing that in there. And then also Snow White's Poisoned Gooseberry with cinnamon apples and glowing neon colored candies. Just for fun. So we'll get that up there for you guys to see. And we have to finish naming them all. Uh, yeah, because I, w- I wasn't that much considered in- into that. Naming elements are, are always typical within me seeing the Disney pans or my my Disney video, video games within them styling foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is kind of inspired by some of the Disney pins, and it's also inspired by the princesses are inspired by uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Well, yeah, we'll it's like them. them if they're interesting to a <laughs> to a parlor po- 
portal of oh my portal of oh my Disney. Mm-hmm. Yep, there you go. Are we ready to say goodnight to everybody? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe. Goodnight <laughs> to 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 well to welcoming my goal of doing my best, doing his best to make me happy, and and Miss Miss Pope, mm-hmm. and sharing all all those fluff, fluffy chocolate mixed cookies and all the sugary stuff i say oh yes 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 that mrs pope gave you or just the soul season all together i think it was more i think it was like the soul season the here. whole season yeah there's a lot there's a lot of chocolate food around the season for sure all right and you can reach fiona at fiona toad girl on instagram and on twitter and um, I'd like to say goodnight to everybody. So goodnight to my mom and goodnight to Aunt Lynette. And you can catch me on Tink Scout on Instagram and Twitter. And Ryan, why don't you say goodnight to everybody? Well, I want to say goodnight to my mom and Aunt Dolores and to all of our listeners. Thank you for joining us and listening. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it. <laughs> you can catch me on Twitter at Ryan Flint underscore edu. Um, and then you can also catch just Potopolis there too at Twitter. Um, so there you are. Yep. We're all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Go, go away. You're a dose of Clytus. <laughs> just, just, just saying that to the, to the boys, whoever made, made fun of frozen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't make fun of frozen. <laughs> all right are we good i'm good all yeah. right good night everybody thanks for joining us and now it's time for a trip around the park and a kiss good night
the mainstream electrical parade. time one two three clap <laughs> that was really delayed oh my goodness that's spectacular oh, oh did you want me to sing maybe <laughs> let me go now it's time to say goodbye to all our family and and kissing them good night whatever we shall I'll slice them chicks what <laughs> slice them chicks oh no what does that mean we'll still be heroic okay i'm sure i'll remember what that means later mic Okay, why? You're supposed to say C real soon. <laughs> oh. Ha <laughs> Say real soon. K-E-Y. M-O-U-R-C. No, why? Because we like you. <laughs> oh. Oh, why? Because we like you. From Jimmy. There you go. Now you go. M-O-U-S-C. <laughs> Awkward performance. <laughs> Dispodopolis is a EFA Solutions production. All music and interviews remain the copyright of their respectful owners and are being used under the Creative Commons license law. All other content remains the copyright of EFA Solutions, LLC. This broadcast is not affiliated with Disney or any of the Disney properties, and the opinions expressed in this broadcast belong to the hosts and guests.